The John Schneider Show on Wyman and Bob every Thursday until draft day with Seahawks general manager John Schneider. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. It went so well the first time we said we should do it again. Let's do it the following week. And by God, he said, yeah, let's do it. The one, the only John Schneider. Seahawks GM is here with us live from the Virginia Mason Athletic Center. How are you, man? Good. Tired? Good. We just got done with meetings today. So, yeah, college guys got out of here today. And it seems like we were just here, right? So, yeah. You said 7 to 7 to me at one point? Like, is it 7 a.m. to 7 p.m.? We started going later into the evening so the guys can get home quicker because we're starting, uh, you know, the combine's longer now. So, uh, you know, it's a full week, so the guys can get home for the weekend, spend time with their families. Uh, you know, there's that, that, that uh, storm in the Midwest, too, so we're trying to get those guys home and, and uh, give them a little downtime before we go to the combine and then right into, the, uh, right into all the off-season uh, pro days and everything. Well, let's, let's start with what you, what you heard Dave talking about there in the update, a guy you're familiar with, Bobby Wagner, now out there. Of course, we got a million texts from people. Hey, you got to bring him back. Yeah. Bobby's got to come back, right? Yeah. Uh, Seattle, great. What, what do no, you think? No, he's obviously an amazing <laughs> player, icon, Hall of Famer, all that. Uh, he's not officially released yet, so uh, oh. he's not on the waivers. So uh, congratulations to whoever scooped that. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's uh, he's technically still on their roster, and uh, so we won't be able to speak to his agent for a minute or two, which is actually himself. So. Yeah. yeah. What, by yeah, the sure. way, what yeah. what does that mean? We're reading the details. So the release becomes official. The Rams will save $5 million in salary cap space, but they incur a $7.5 million dead money charge. Now, they have the option of designating Wagner for a post-June 1st release, which would save them $8 million. What? Yeah, I don't want to get into his specific stuff. Well, I mean, just that so, terminology. Yeah, so we used to have uh, post-June uh, 1st releases, and that, that basically does, doesn't get... Um, that doesn't count in your cap this year. It gets pushed into 2024. So, they're, they're so that's saying, what they're, they're doing. Now you can designate it early. You can say, hey, this, this player we're designating, we're going to cut. We don't have to hold him on our roster. You know, you don't have to have, because he counts on their, uh, he would count on their 90-man roster with the old rules until June 1st. Now you can designate a player and say, hey, he's going to be a June 1st guy. He's off our roster. He, his, his, the dead money gets pushed into 2024. And then we have the the ability to uh, sign somebody in that in the roster spot. So he can go talk to other teams and all that, but it becomes official. Well, on their, yeah, well, on and, their and it's up to them when they release him, you know. So we have we have uh, plenty of time here before the new league year starts, so mm. they can release him at any point. So you guys are heading to the combine next uh, week. The Indy Combine. Yeah, it's yes. kind of that's that's the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> right it there. is a mixer, that's for sure. Yeah, those but are late. Those are long weeks. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So where are you? We've been kind of going going chronologically, you know, up to the draft when yeah. when we uh, have our last show. Yeah. So where are you right now? You mentioned the meetings that you're having. Yeah. You signed a couple of players. Yeah. So. Well, that's a lot of, there's a lot of questions there, Dave. Can I go one at a time? Or yeah, let's go with uh, yeah, okay. they told us not to ask okay, so. uh, double-barrel questions, <laughs> and uh, I just ignore that. Yeah. I ignore it. No, uh, we just got through uh, about 1,150 uh, players uh, in the last, I don't know, uh, 10, 12 days. Uh, so now we've dwindled that down to, let's call it, uh, 300 uh, in, in vague terms uh, on our front board, uh, which is one through seven. Uh, we'll go to the combine. Uh, you know, we'll have all the medicals, all the psychological testing, all the workouts, all that kind of stuff. We'll get all of our questions answered um, as many as we possibly can at the combine, and then uh, uh, you know that'll that'll come down to you know two twenty ish, two fifty, 
Um, it depends on the quality of the, of the year or the quality of the, the class every year. Last time we talked last week, you know, I was talking about, you know, you have to evaluate the classes and everything. So um, this looks like a solid class, uh, you know, good depth. But uh, uh, so, yeah, so so we got we got through that process. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking about it uh, yesterday. Somebody asked me, like, well, how many is I think it's my 30th now. So, like, you know, I'm thinking about I tried counting up how many days whether that was just, like, doing advanced scouting when I was with the Packers or, like, how many days that is in the city of Indianapolis, right? So <laughs> I think it's close to, like, a year, you know? Wow. So, yeah, yeah. You're a part-time yeah. resident. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been, yeah, paid wow. taxes in the state of Indiana, so. Hey, yeah. when you guys do those interviews there. Yeah. Who's in the? Who asks the question? Is it you, Pete, and position coaches, or Scott? Who's asking? Yeah, it depends. The it depends on uh, schedules. So we'll have, you know, primarily, you know, the the uh, area guy will be in there, uh, basically introducing the player to to everybody. Pete, uh, the coordinator, myself, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Berry, Trent Kirshner, uh, Aaron Heinlein, uh, Jason Barnes. We kind of have guys, you know, coming and going. Nolan Teasley. Uh, and then you have, you know, you have, we also have, you know, another group with, you know, whether Willie Schneider, uh, Nolan, Matt Thomas, you know, all these other people that, you know, we're meeting with, um, we're meeting with a lot of, uh, agents and, you know, to discuss in our players and, and, uh, trying to figure out, uh, what the lay of the land looks like, you know, I meet with a ton of general managers down there. So it's, it's really fluid. It's, it, you know, we get done, we used to go into the, to, to the interviews, we used to go into like, you know, like 11 o'clock at night and then you'd start some meetings after that. So it'd be like two o'clock in the morning and then we'd be getting up at six so Jeez. you know you're, yeah it go, it's, it's intense and they've, they've you know with tv now they've you know um they've really they've drawn it out so you know you have the prime time workouts so we have interviews with these guys at eight o'clock in the morning starting at eight o'clock in the morning we go like monday and tuesday i think in the evening and then uh yeah then we, then we do it in the mornings and, and, and try to knock it out there but uh you know like i told you guys before the physicals are huge uh the psychological testing the interviews and then trying trying to get as many questions as we possibly can uh uh questions we have on these guys answered as we head into the spring so we can kind of keep you know uh um, trying to figure out who the person is yeah any uh over the years any stories come about in oh. those uh in those interviews that you that you remember <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, we could do this all day if you guys want. I really <laughs> yeah. like. I, uh, I have um, my very first combine was, uh, I mean, like I said, thirty years ago, and it, it, it's, it's actually a train station, an old train station where the players stay. And so I was like a, you know, I think I was an intern at the time, or just becoming on full time. And, and no, I was, just, I think I was still an intern at the time. And uh, and they, and so they put me up in one of these these. It was actually like a, a you know, a, a a train car that they, they made into a hotel room where a bunch of the players stay and everything. And, you know, they had an extra one. So that's where I stayed. And uh, I had to be in the tens um, on the 10 yard line timing at say, let's call it nine o'clock in the morning or something like that. And um, shoot, I, you know, I, I set the alarm and everything in this room. You know, we had our flip phone phones, I think, or <laughs> the big, the big bomber phones from the TV or whatever. Sure like was a brick. Like you're calling in the, yeah, the fighter planes or whatever. And uh, I don't even know if they had, um, um, you know, watch or clocks on them or whatever. And I set the, I set the alarm and, you know, I wake up and, and, um, uh, and go in the bathroom and there's another clock in there. And it's like, I'm like, I'm like 45 minutes late. I'm like, Oh, smokes. I'm fired. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, okay. I'm putting my contacts in and I'm like, all right, well, I can go back. I can go back. Um, 
I could definitely, I think my high school would hire me <laughs> as, a, as, a, as the head coach. I think I'd have a shot to be that. I could be the coordinator for sure. I'd be the head coach in about a year. I'm thinking of all these things I'm going to do. I'm just going to go straight to the airport. And uh, when you want, I'm like, you know what? I'll just grab my backpack and just go over there and see what happens and see what's going on and see if I can just kind of like BS people, BS my way into this thing. You've been there the whole time. Yeah. And I walked out of the hotel and never forget there's a big Catholic church with a big uh, clock there and it said said, uh, 10 to 9. And I'm thinking, holy smokes. And so the clock in the the clock in the, in, in the room was wrong, so I just, oh. like, hauled butt, went in there, sat down, and, like, nothing ever happened. You were early. Yeah, I was 10 minutes early. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that was You're your talking fir- about the questions in the room, though? That was your first year. That right? was my first year. Yeah, I was fired. Yeah. I was fired before I even walked, I like, into the, yeah. before I even walked into the RCA dome. I, was, I like that you're thinking about your future as a high school football coach. <laughs> I could be a coordinator. I could yeah, do that. I could yeah. do that for sure. <laughs> yeah. then maybe I could be the head coach. Well, yeah, no, asking the questions is what oh, you're... Oh, but, yeah, yeah, some of the players, like, some of the yeah. questions are yeah. answers that yeah. you get. Yeah, so uh, there was a lot. There was a period there where I was kind of the youngest guy in the room. So whenever we had to ask, uh, you know, the the tough like you know dating questions or drug questions or failed drug tests and all that, we we were interviewing. I we were in we were in Green Bay at the time, and we're we're interviewing. And there's like you know there's like ten of us packing this room. This poor dude sitting in there, and and uh, and so I'm asking him all these questions, and he he got. He ended up uh, failing a drug test, had to leave a, a really good school, goes to another school, has to sit a whole year, and he's doing great, and then fails another drug test in August, so he can't play until like halfway through the season or something like that. So he misses a ton of time. And I'm asking him the questions of what happened. We're going through the whole thing. And, and uh, uh, the gentleman in the room, an older gentleman, was he just kept was on this guy. Like, but I don't get it. You know, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. What are you doing? Like, well, I can't understand what you're doing. And so he just, now he's kind of starting to yell at this this poor this poor young dude who's really ended up being a damn good player. <laughs> but uh, and and he, he's on him and everything. And and uh, and he's just I just don't understand it, son. Why did you do it? Why did you do that? And he's like. I'm sorry, Coach. I was I was sitting in the middle of the couch, and I was next. <laughs> <laughs> they were passing around a bowl, and I was next. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But <laughs> you have points you know, for honesty. Yeah, yeah. That was like, I mean, he was just, wasn't lying. I mean, it just happened to him, I guess. But uh, we had another, we had another famous running back that was like, uh, you know, coaches are talking about scheme and you know outside zone, inside zone, all, all that kind of stuff. They're going through everything with him, and and somebody's like, hey, you know. Uh, you consider yourself to be a really good, you know, you consider yourself to be an inside runner, outside runner. Are you more comfortable running inside or outside? And uh, he's like, are you kidding me? Have you seen our new indoor facility? <laughs> he's like, I never run outside anymore. <laughs> I work out in that indoor facility all the time. And there's awesome. a million of them, yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of them. How, how much have you had to change your approach in those questions? With It's a different culture now. you got to be careful what you say. Totally. I remember I had Brian Billick on a show yeah. over a decade ago. Yeah. And we were talking about interviewing players. And he, I thought it was hilarious, but it probably wouldn't fly these days. He said he had a player sitting in front of him and he had a list of things that they had gotten in trouble for. Yeah. And he's a brilliant player. And he said, yep. I just asked him. Are you dumb or are you a thug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and no. I was like, whoa, yeah. you know, the, the, it made no yeah. sense to him. But these days you've got to be much more careful. So mm-hmm. is that is that something you guys t- talk about going in? Like, Definitely. Right, we want to know this, but you got to ask it in this way. Or Yeah, Matt Berry, you know, does a great job of, of uh, well, we, we have, we have uh, you know, there's, you know, the, what politically correct questions you can answer and everything. Uh, we used to ask, you know, some, you know, 
we used to be able to ask like very pointed questions and um now it's you know you have to be very careful but matt Berry does a great job for uh the, the staff coaches and in, in, in terms of setting up the questions uh that we have specific to the players so you're not just getting in there and saying hey you know uh, you know, who's the most important person in your life? You know, uh, where were you raised? You know, how many siblings do you have? It's like, it's all about, you know, uh, football fit, character fit, what they've overcome, what kind of grit they have. Uh, you know, are they going to be able to fit with the position, our position coach that even the guy's coaching them? You know, how, how does this whole thing come together? Matt does a really good job putting the questions together specific to the player. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, every guy's totally different. How much time? I'm sorry. How how long is the interview? You got a fifteen minutes. Yeah. So is there somebody in there yeah. going? All right, guys. Time's there's up. horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, there used wow. to be there used to be it used to be wide open. So when I started, you would literally get outside a room. It was like a embassy suites kind of set up, and mm-hmm. you know, in the downstairs, and you would literally, you know, I, you know, you'd stand in line, uh, waiting for specific players. That every every team had a room, and you'd stand outside. And, uh, um, you know, there'd be fights between, uh, you know, coaches and scouts and everything trying to, like, you know, get a guy to come in a room and everything. And um, But you'd stand there. I'd stand, you know, when I started in the league, we'd stand in, I'd stand in front of, like, the Raiders room for, like, you know, hour, hour and a half waiting for Willie McGinnis to come and, you know, <laughs> interview with us, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's totally changed now. So what they did was they, they set up a clock. There's two horns and a one horn, and it's over, and you got to get out of there and move on. And so Jeff Foster's done a great job of setting up a whole schedule for all the players. So you say, hey, we want to interview these players. They get in, they get out. Now we've moved over to the, the Dome, so it's even different. You know, it started last year. So other than being, <clears> like, <throat> at the games – um, and that's where you can really tell something. I remember you were on the sidelines for a Russell Wilson game a long time ago. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you're seeing how they operate the film, obviously. But what about, you know, is it the combine and the senior bowl where it, that's most telling that where you can really see what a guy is really all about? I would think especially like at the senior bowl, getting coached by a professional staff. Yeah. How they react, stuff like that. It has a lot to do with it. But I think, uh you know, Dave, my, 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 myself in particular, I don't get noticed. So, like, going to the games and seeing those guys play live and just, you know, watching the warm-ups and all that and, like, you know, just being down there in, in, um, in the pregame, seeing how they conduct themselves, how they interact with their teammates, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So seeing them play live in a game setting is great. The We have a, a lot of our questions built up from the fall. Then, So seeing a guy play live, great. What are the questions from that game that, you know, arise? And then seeing how they handle themselves mm-hmm. in, a, in a bowl game, all-star setting. To your point, Russell's was uh, the Big Ten championship with uh, Kirk Cousins. Wow. Yeah, and everybody's like, you got to get there super early. And, um, you know, like he's out there two hours before the game. So, mm-hmm. and it, it was, it was legit. You ever had your mind changed on a player you went into an interview with going, I love this kid, we love him on film, we love what he does, but maybe he gave you an answer to a question where you went, oh, yeah, oh, I don't know about that. Like, you just changed your mind from the way you went into that room definitely yeah definitely happens uh happens often but what can happen is you don't want that to be you know the end all and the be all either you got to keep your mind open to okay maybe you know maybe this is his 10th interview or to your point earlier maybe he just left the room where you know a coach was just totally on his butt like you know because some 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 um you know some guys can interview people in a pretty harsh manner right they want to see how they react yeah and uh so you can get guys that are just kind of when when they when they come to you they're they're kind of shook, you know. So you don't know if it's, you know, um, you know, 
bad moment or a bad day or whatever, what's going on. They might have just found out that, you know, they have a loose ACL and now they're all worried about, like, you know, there's just there's a ton of stuff going on there. So um, to be able to sit there on the weekends here um, and, and be studying and just, like, call those guys up on a, on a speakerphone and just call them up and talk to them or on the Zooms and all that now, but uh, just to be able to sit there and have a conversation with them and really kind of get to know them, and they, then you, you find out more that way. Uh, we've had guys that have had um, poor interviews on the canned interview that they film at the combine because there's an interview in the room, and then there's a, a interview that they, they film by themselves. Somebody's just asking them canned mm. questions all mm. the way through. Um, and then we we try to do a bunch at the All-Star Games as well. Our guys do a phenomenal job of it. So to see a, we've, we've drafted two players that had poor interviews uh on the canned interview at the combine and then great interviews with our guys mm. at the all-star games. Cause they're just loose and they feel great. Yeah. One of those guys that, uh, that, uh, probably did a good interview was Nick Ballore. Uh, Phil Haynes also Phil Haynes. Yeah. Two guys yeah. that are just awesome dudes. Yes. And it's on the website. So you signed those two guys yeah. and really kind of asked you this earlier, but yeah, those two guys are guys that, you know, yeah, well, Nick's, fill out Nick, your Nick, roster. Nick's a, Nick's a core guy, right? Yeah. Core guy for us. Uh, you know, we had run out of um, cash, uh, you know, during the season, cash and cap, uh, to be extending guys uh, towards the end of the season. So, you know, these were two guys that um, Nick's, a, you know, special teams captain. I mean, everybody in this building loves the guy. I mean, he's 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 a he is a he's an organizational dream stud person. Uh, leader of this team you guys know he's a real funny got a great sense of humor as well very um, self-deprecating yeah, yeah, humor <laughs> yeah great guy so obviously he was a guy that we really want to get done uh early to let you know other people know um in our team building process whether it's our own guys or guys around the league because he's so well respected that hey yeah you know this is our, our core guy we got him back phil um you know split time with gabe throughout the year this year and you know the way the the landscape looked when we got done with our free agency meetings is like you know what? He, he's on. He's on the come. He's doing a great job. And how he compares to other free agents around the league right now is is uh, is is uh, you know it's 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 quality. So we're like let's let's get him in here, get it knocked out. You know, have a have a strong foundation on the offensive line and 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 check that off the box. And he was so excited too. So. He flew in here all the way, uh, you know, from Texas with his suit on. Like, I saw that. Yeah, put nice. a suit on. Yeah, very nice. cool. Like, uh, hey. I'm like, come on, Phil. Like, wear a sweatsuit and then <laughs> throw your suit on when you get here. You know, like, I flew all the way from. Or that anyway. on the plane. Huh? Yeah. Well, I love that he he See, felt that's like that's part of the, the interview process too, right? Like, really, you're gonna wear a suit all the way here? <laughs> yeah, you know, but like, that's pretty awesome. No, like I he's taking it, it yeah. very uh, very serious. Yeah. Hey, did you uh, did you watch the NBA All Star Game with with with? tight hands and sweat beats of sweat because yeah. you saw dk going up to pack it or or did you yeah just i didn't know it? if it was real at first um we had just got done with meetings and uh we took a couple guys across the street to grab a beer uh before we you know went back to the, the hotel room and uh yeah i saw him running around i was like holy smokes uh, he was he was he was doing great i mean oh, yeah. i was just like oh my gosh is that real and i think i was the last person to know about it but so I was to know that he was I, playing. Yeah, I, yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know what it was, and so I just sent him a text and was like, "Hey, great job in the game, but 
you were dunking on people like my height and stuff. So, like, <laughs> so you weren't he's impressed. Out, he's out there. He's out there blocking some actor's shot that's like five foot four. You know? so, I thought uh, you were going to be, you know, all worried about his I was. Uh, his health and everything. yeah, very much so. You yeah. just wanted to make fun of him, basically. Yeah, no, no, five four. He was, actor. He was uh, yeah. He took off from you know, so took I, off. From, I could I imagine know, a couple the, times, and I'm just thinking to myself, "Holy cow! Like, I got to get home and go to bed." Yeah. I can imagine Pete probably likes that kind oh, of Pete stuff. Oh, Pete loves the competition. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, no. We're but different. We're you're sitting different. there wringing your hands like yeah. he might twist an ankle. Very different that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what, what is it? He, he tweeted out, or maybe it was Instagram, I don't know, but he gets drug tested immediately after that. Is that coincidence? I always thought that they tested in, in training camp, and then once you passed, you were done. I didn't know it was an yeah, off-season. Yeah, there you thing. go with the tweets and all that stuff. I don't really follow that stuff so i don't really know is it but they can just test whenever they want it's a yeah i guess yeah. in the off season yeah. i wasn't i wasn't aware of that yeah yeah that happened a couple times can do whatever they want yeah they follow you into your bathroom <laughs> really right there, nice and convenient yeah. and they yeah. watch yes they do they watch every moment yeah. I, had to, I had to do it in kansas city one time with dale carter it was really awkward you did yeah yeah they did everybody they got us up in the morning and went down wow yeah yeah, I always thought that those samples should go in like a Brinks truck. It's always some guy in like a members-only jacket. He <laughs> goes in his Ford Fusion with the sample, and I'm like, that could be tampered with. There should be armed guards. Seriously. I mean, Dale Carter's looking at me, and I'm like, does he what? Am I supposed to take this test? Like, What's going on? What are we doing? And we had this little weird. We had to go in his bathroom and and and, and yeah. What one of the things we were we were talking about before there I think it was uh, AJ Brown said something in the press about you know they're talking about extending Jalen uh, Hurts yeah and he he made a comment to their GM like sign him get him signed or whatever oh yeah Do, does he, that have any impact on on a GM like if if DK came up to you and said you got to get so and so you got to sign Gino or you got to resign Tyler or whoever it is yeah. Well, does that yeah, impact it has you an, at all? Sure, it has an impact because you know their passion, where their heart, where their where their heart lies. But uh, you know, it's hard. For, sometimes it's hard for uh, players to wrap their mind around, you know, the the totality of of the, the team building yeah. and what that looks like. And you know, I always tell guys when 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 we meet uh, before they hit free agency that you know we want to reward you as much as we possibly can, knowing that there's a balance here to be a championship team. And so, you know, um, you know when I was. When when my son Jack was still at home, we'd be playing Madden and all that. I'm like, well, it kind of makes sense. So now I'm like, if you guys, you know, if you ever play Madden, you know that you only have a certain amount of money to work yeah. with. This is what your cap looks like, and yeah, you have to choose here and you have to choose there. You have to, you know, I don't know. And so I think, um, you know, it's 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 um, they're looking out for their teammates, but you know, they know at the end of the day, it's a business too. And I think the majority of them get it. You have lots of people that run like a fantasy football. Uh, you know, they're the winners of their league or whatever, and so they, they think they can be a GM. Sure. Yeah. You get yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. killed it. Like yeah. the fantasy football, Graham. three years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like I could be a GM. Yeah. Grab dinner on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you? I get to I get to yell across the room. You know, defensive lineman. Oh, you get yeah. that? Yeah. You're like, yeah, thanks for the flash, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, you had like a notebook that you were keeping. Bill, I, or, uh, Bob, I can't uh, see too good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. You asked you're, for a reference. You were playing it. I like it. You were playing. You're, you're doing that for a while. You're back to, oh, you want me to say the name of the movie? Yeah. Or the skit. That's Tommy Boy, right? No. No. 
that Bill Shakespeare over there? Well, it's Chris Farley. Yeah. He, did, he didn't follow through with the whole oh. belt adjustment. Motivational speaker. Oh, that's Saturday Night Live. That's on a movie. Matt Foley. Yeah, yeah there we Matt go. Foley. All right, are you happy <laughs> Did now? Matt Foley have a movie? No. <laughs> should have. Yeah. yeah, he should have, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Dad, I wish you'd yeah. shut your big yapper. <laughs> <laughs> so in our, in our in our in these meetings that we, we we you know that we were in, we like break it up with all that stuff, right? So now we have people in the room that they don't know who, you know, Chris Farley was, and what? so Lou Holt's daughter, uh, granddaughter Haley works with us now, so she's in there, and we're showing her the clip of of Anchorman, and she's looking at us like, so this is funny because. Wow. Really? What? Well, he's a wow. old anchor man. I mean, <laughs> you know, if I have to explain yeah, so it, this is not going to be fun. Got to walk him yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah. Oh man! But we, we, we split up our. Uh, That's tragic. We split up the meetings like that, so we have, we have a blast with it. But yeah, tons of different. So yeah, yeah. What else we got? Oh, we ran out of time. time man. Oh, really? Dave's yeah. looking at us okay. like no more questions. He's gonna, well, he's Dave, gonna... watch me. I'm going to take this thing on down the road. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You got it, John. We appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks. Do it next week. Sounds good. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, 2 to 7.